besides that? More vodka. Just prior to hitting record, Peter asked, what can he mix vodka with? In case you couldn't put that together from the context clues. I've tried some things. It doesn't really taste good with any... I just don't like vodka, I don't think. Vodka's an alright mixer. You can have it with orange juice to make a screwdriver. Yeah, I don't like orange juice. You can have it with... Uh, 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 prune juice. Right? juice. I, think, I think prune juice would be a good equalizer for vodka. Grapefruit juice is good. That's called a Greyhound. Does a pile driver use vodka? I don't know. Oh. I've got. I think I'm pretty sure this vodka is incredibly cheap. That's probably why it tastes like shit. <clears throat> tastes kind of like modeling glue. But guys, we're on the clock. We've got 30 <laughs> minutes to cover all of E3. All right. So we can't waste 15 of it talking about bad vodka. Oh, and the fucking call dropped. Are you serious? Why is... Uh, these notes be... I don't know about this. It's this one. Why? We are back. I thought you guys suddenly had stage fright or something. I was like... <laughs> There's no one. I answer. never... You guys kept recording, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was still going. Okay. TZ is back. We're back, baby. <laughs> that was very TZ-like. So Back from outer space. As as Peter's talking about the what to mix with vodka, I'm talking and talking, and then I look over, and the, the, the plug had gotten a little... It had gotten shifted around. I was telling these guys before we started recording that my mixer... Um, something with the, the AC, when it goes in there, it uh, if you fidget with it at all, or even just move... Um, I may just lose my mic, and then we'll have to restart Skype. But um, so because of that, we we had some issues there at the very beginning. Uh, but anyway, Bobby, Bobby, what mixer do you have? So I know what mixer not to get. Yeah, the mixer itself is just fine. It's actually quite good. But I have an Alessis multi mix, and it's pretty sweet. Does the power stay on? Because that's uh, yeah, kind of key. That's a big. <laughs> This thing has been plugged in and on for years, and literally, and it, 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 I have done horrible things to it, and it still works, so I would recommend it. And I've been really nice to this, and it does not work. I've dropped think, it on the floor, I've spilled things on it. The whole time Bobby's sitting there, like on the couch watching TV every night, he's just sitting there plugging and unplugging the power thing. <laughs> plug, unplug, plug, unplug, all night. It's just like a nervous tick. Mm-hmm. So what's new, but guys? I was, start, I was starting to say we're on the clock because we got a lot of E3 to cover and not a lot of time to cover it. All right, the big elephant in the room is, well, it's Zelda, right? we got to talk about Zelda. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> All right, we <laughs> talked about Zelda. <laughs> Next. Th- I, I, I thought it was, honestly, I thought it was like the ultimate return to form because the, the very original... Zelda game was the first open world game and this is mm-hmm. kind of going back to that so everyone keeps saying we're getting Zelda Skyrim no we're just getting the logical evolution of Zelda if all these horrible uh, games didn't kind of get stuck in the middle where, where they came up with this idea for a crane of time and they kept iterating on that instead of trying anything new and this is where the series should have gone a long time ago and what's interesting about it to me is 
like with a link between worlds, it's like they took some baby steps in in the right direction. So I kind of expected some more baby steps, but they like took a cosmic leap in the right direction. It's like it's as if they've been going this way for ten years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's what is that noise? Did we lose RJ again? It wouldn't surprise me. I just hear like a pounding, like he's on the other side of a door or something. <laughs> this is like interstellar. It's like it's like interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's interstellar in the show. He's on the other side of the bookcase. Future Bobby is trying to tell us not to proceed. <laughs> and somehow uh, gives us coordinates to NASA, even though I don't even know how that works. Maybe that's what those noises are. Is this future Bobby telling us not to, not to talk about Zelda? <laughs> don't do it. Don't talk about the treehouse. No, it's crazy because it's... Z- yeah. I think everything disconnected. <laughs> so extremely <laughs> professional. Someone doesn't want us talking about Zelda, but I'm 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 determined to do it. <laughs> you guys didn't talk about Zelda, did you? I was talking about Zelda. No, I was actually do I was actually doing a pretty good job. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, we got I, I we got your you go. Zelda riff. If you guys didn't hear whatever that clicking was that you said you heard, you were on just, the other side of the bookshelf. I was. Well, we did. Go. We figured out that you were future Bobby interstellaring us yeah. with all the clicking noise. I don't know if you could hear us or not. Yeah, I can hear you. You just can't hear me. I. uh... So this is going well. Um, I, <laughs> I was going to let you guys just go, but you said you were hearing something on my track, so I figured I'd just try to restart this. Um, okay. So anyway, this is very TZ-like again. Um, but w- really wouldn't is. you agree that it feels as if, as if suddenly we're on another timeline where Zelda's been going in this direction for 10 years, but they just did it all at once? Well, Miyamoto even said that. I don't know if you saw the treehouse where he was being interviewed, but... Um, I didn't see it. He did. There was like a half hour where they talked about how this game ties in with like the first NES game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even a, like there's a shot from the manual, like a famous shot from the first game's manual um, of like Link on a mountaintop looking over at these other mountains. And you can kind of like almost do that or see that shot in the new game. Uh, but he was saying that, yeah, this is, he, he almost, he basically said they went too far in the one direction of like ha- holding your hand and telling you what to do and having all this exposition. They're like, this is like, it's as if, yeah, we're, like, getting back to basics. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I think it'll be a great game to just wander around in. It does look it's, like a lot of fun. It's it's not just Skyrim. They've gone beyond that. They have so many, like, simulation elements in there with the temperature and the clothing. And mm-hmm. and and I saw something interesting when the girls on the stream were playing the game. They took Link's shirt off because they thought that was awesome. But then they met an NPC who, like, noticed that you had come up this mountain without the shirt on. And he was so impressed by it that he gave you some kind of special shirt or something. So I think that's oh. really the reason they were doing it. Um, but yeah, there's there's like all kinds of quest stuff, but all these like detailed things. Like w- there's the wind, and you can set fire, and the wind blows the fire. It's all this stuff mm-hmm. that's not in Skyrim. So it's not sufficient to say that this is just Zelda Skyrim. There's there's a lot more. It's like it's kind of got it's kind of the 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 feel of Skyrim and Dragon's Dogma, but with a bunch of like extra nice stuff on top of it. And there are times when it looks a little bland here and there, but there are also times when it looks so spectacular that 
that, well, you almost can't believe it. It's like, it's crazy. And I feel like what we're seeing with the plateau area, I I almost feel like stuff's missing um, intentionally. Like they said that they are not showing any towns because the towns Mm -hmm. are all story based and they don't want to ruin any of the story for people. So like, I really doubt the entire plateau has no other people in it or no towns or no story um, aside from the little, uh, the little shrines and things. So I almost feel like there's stuff intentionally missing from the, the kind of overworld that we're seeing. And you've got, you got, you, you've got equipment slots and you can put armor on and, sh- and like there's, we've seen Link with like heavy metal armor on. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's like a, it's like a totally, it's like completely new. This is all stuff. This is all totally uncharted territory for Zelda, which I think it's a good thing. And, and they were mentioning how a lot of, a lot of these changes came as a result of, of new blood they brought on, um, onto the development staff, which, and having some of the dinosaurs kind of take a back seat sometimes, which I, I think is something that's useful for Nintendo. Uh, I think some of the old old people at Nintendo have been stifling things a bit, and the the young people are are, are how we got Splatoon, and and uh, apparently it's how we're getting uh, Zelda. So. Yeah, it's also what happened with um, Super Mario 3D World. I think a lot of the people on that were new, and that's why it's got. Although it it feels kind of um, you know sort of like a 3D Mario game, but kind of almost mixed with a 2D Mario game. Um, it's got a lot of new ideas in that too, which you should still go back and play if you haven't played it. 3D World. Yep. Yeah, I've played about half of it. Yeah. So while we're sitting here, by the way, I got an email from Nintendo, and the subject line is "Your early access demo code." And I'm like, "No, oh, what? It can't be." And I open it, and it is a Zelda for Monster Hunter Generations. Oh, what's terrible! Hell? I don't even know what that is. Like, don't don't set us up like that this week, guys. <laughs> Well, I'll give Peter credit for it, but if they had a pre-order thing, we were talking on the chat during the um, treehouse where they were uh, showcasing Zelda, and if they had a pre-order thing up, like, then, where you could have pre-ordered the full game now and gotten the demo, even just the 10-minute the uh, show floor demo, they would have sold a lot of copies of Zelda. Yeah, yeah but they know they're going to sell a lot of copies anyway. Because, you know, I, I, I saw this story, I, I, it, was, it was in a thread on NeoGAF, about the most talked about game from eat for me three on the various social things they somehow mm-hmm. curated a number i don't really know how they do that but but yeah but zelda was like just dwarfing everything else it, it looked uh i don't want to it someone someone one of the replies said it looked like a, a a map of whatever have have they said anything about a date for this yet or even like a quarter it's all march next year because that's when the nx march. comes out well so this is this is what? ostensibly the swan U, song right Yes, they're playing on Wii U. You can see Everything, the Wii U yeah. controller. They're, sh- yeah, they're only Wii showing U. the Wii U one right now. So the version to... that we'll actually play, at least that I'll actually play, I don't know if you guys are getting the NX right away, but um, yeah. will look far better than this, hopefully. Is it what? confirmed to be NX, or are we just assuming? No, it's day and the, they're same day. Uh, oh, okay. At least. So this is coming out on Wii U and NX on the same day? Yep. I wonder why they're doing that. Because like ostensibly they could they could lean into the NX launch harder if if that was the only way to get Zelda. Yeah, I guess they don't want to piss off the Wii U crowd, but at the same time they've the been pissing who... off the Wii U crowd for five years. <laughs> well, the people who well, bought it's the not Wii that big U, a crowd. Yeah, the people who bought the Wii U are pretty much the Nintendo fans. Like that's who's going to buy the NX. Yeah, so I don't know how many copies it's actually going to sell on Wii U. I hope they I hope they don't pull a Twilight Princess and make it so that the old version's better because some kind of weird new controls is the new version. Right. Yeah, because NX, yeah, NX is a gelatin-based controller. You reach your hand inside <laughs> of a vat of gel, and it 
controls it. It somehow. just knows yeah, I don't what wanna, you want to yeah, do. It's gotta, it reads it's your muscle a, impulses. It's got a neural electrical interface or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't want to do that. I just want to play on the regular game game uh, Wii U game controller. So there you have. Yep. It. Yeah, it, it, Zelda especially works well with the Wii U pad. I was playing um, Twilight Princess. That was that was my joke. I was making about how you have to wait because. I pretty much had to wait for Twilight Princess to get an HD remake to play it with a regular controller. Um, but with the Wii U pad, you can do like all your inventory stuff on the pad itself, which works really well for Zelda. So I'm actually going to kind of miss that. And that actually will make the Wii U version better if the NX doesn't have that sort of thing. I, I just have a feeling that NX is going to have some kind of screen thing that you hold. I, I've got a feeling about that. That's what I kind of think. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to get away from that. Yeah, I, think, I have a feeling there's going to be a screen in your hand. I'm pretty. I, I will bet money on it. I just hope it's not like those prototypes that were out there that uh, that were you know the fakey prototypes that were based on the uh, <coughs> on the patent all thing, the patent stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Which and really I, funny. One of the things I like about Zelda, one of the things they got right is is if you look at the Ubisoft open world games and it's just like the map is just littered with all these icons and just shit and it's just like too much noise. They don't have that in Zelda. You just you have you can draw your own markers on the map. Yeah, that's great. And that's it. Yeah. And I love how well, you can at least do it. of what we've seen. I mean, it wouldn't blow my mind if they had some discovery aspect. I don't really like that. Once you I, see something, I've got a feeling they're not going to do that. I have a feeling that you're just going to put your own markers on the map, and that's it. And I think that's how it should be because all, all these markers activating everywhere is just—it's too much noise. It's just obnoxious. I'm tired of it. Well, Zeta- I think I'd prefer that if they did the uh, just you make your own markers because one of the things I really liked was. It doesn't just let you put markers. There's all sorts of different types of markers. So there's like a skull and like a yeah. little target. And... Yeah, it makes it feel more personal. Like this is how I'm exploring the world. I'm doing it my way. And mm-hmm. this is this is what I thought was important. You know what I mean? I don't it, know. It's... As, as long as I can turn off their markers, like games got better about like, you know, Assassin's Creed is the poster child for cluttered map, but you could turn off like everything. Yeah, but the map. That's one the, thing, but that's kind one. of they, they... – the game is a collectathon, and, and they intend for you to use those icons. So it's kind of hard to just turn them off and on. It's it's kind of integral to the to the flawed design. Um, one of the things that I find most curious about Zelda that I'm most curious about is there's like kind of a hunger thing where your hearts go down slowly if you don't eat, or at, they just go down, and you have to eat to fill them back <clears> up. And I like, I didn't he- I didn't hear that part, but the the thing like that that I'm not super keen about is item wear. I I've always hated that mechanic. I, I don't mind that so much because you're always picking new things. So they want you to keep picking new things up off the enemies and using them. I think that's kind of what they want you to do. Yeah, and I feel like what we're seeing in the demo, since it is the very beginning of the game, stuff trash break. weapons. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna break right away. Whereas yeah. as you get further on, and of course when you get like the master sword, that's not gonna break. Yeah, the master sword's like, not gonna break in three swings. That's like the only thing I'm apprehensive about. Um, like like Bobby just said, you know, it makes it stands to reason that the the tree branch you pick up first thing is going to have a very low life expectancy, but the master sword is probably indestructible. I can't see them. Your master sword's about to break. Right. Oops. Yeah, what you can compare it to is is uh, uh, Dead Rising, um, three, where everything uh, just keeps breaking. It drove me crazy in Dead Rising. The items breaking. I yeah. fucking hated that. The other thing that um, we saw in the demo that I. Th- felt like it was way overpowered and it's probably something you actually get way later in the game um is that magnet item did you guys mm-hmm. see that at all you can pretty much take anything that's metal and just fling it around wherever you want it doesn't matter the weight of it doesn't matter anything like you can throw um the one girl playing through an axe and like miss the enemy with it but then use the magnet 
picked up the axe with the magnet and then just kind of like hit the enemy with the magnet. Yeah, uh, yeah. swung it around axe, with yeah. the magnet thing. Um, they're cu- they're cutting down a tree right now, which I think is cool, and making a bridge out of it. The whole game is like a physics playground, which I think is another interesting thing for Zelda. Yeah, there was even a, a segment where the they push the rock off a cliff, and in the trailer, the rock hits the two enemies, and you just kind of mm-hmm. almost see it as like, oh, that's probably like a preset thing if you hit this rock. But then when I was watching the demo, she hit the rock, and it like the enemies just got out of the way of it, so then she had yeah. to go fight them. Yeah. Yep. Also, also new is climbing. You can just climb up anything, but I the, love that you can climb. The limitation is you have like a grip meter that goes down as you're climbing, and you have to you have to stop climbing to fill it back up, or you'll fall. Or maybe it's just a general stamina meter, I guess. Yeah, um, it is. I, I'm gonna guess that you can improve that over time somehow, or through items or whatever. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that adds kind of a, an element of suspense, like because you need to if you want to scale a tall mountain, you're gonna need to look for little ledges and stuff that you can rest on that was in um when i first saw that that was in skyward sword too like the very beginning if you run at all this little meter like immediately taps out and you have to wait and in this uh, what we saw of this too it seemed like he could climb a good like 75 feet and be okay with the meter but if he jogged Mm -hmm. like maybe i don't know 20 feet he's like all right guys hang on (laughs) all right hold up but i'm sure they'll tweak that yeah i'm watching it right now uh, he just bombed something and made a hole. Yeah, that's sweet. There was even a segment where the wall, I guess, could be scaled if you went at it from the right side. Um, but there's also one of those guardian things that has like that beam that can take out anything. So oh, she yeah. stood in front of the wall and waited for the guardian to shoot her and got out of the way at the last second. The guardian blew the wall yeah, up for her. To break the wall. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, this is going to be like, things like that. the ultimate game to dick around in, probably. For like, because because if what they're saying is that this kind of sizable landmass in the demo that we're looking at is like, I don't know how much how to really interpret this, but they're saying it's two percent of the game. Yeah. That sounds a little extreme to me, but it's going to be a big game in, in any case. And, and yeah, yeah, I could see because they're showing they showed four shrines, I think, or maybe six total, mm-hmm. and they say there's over a hundred of those. So at at most, you're seeing like five percent of the game there, um, and that's just the shrines. It ain't thin. Yeah. It's enough. <laughs> ain't thin, ain't dudes. thin dudes. <laughs> yeah, no I think they've got a winner on the hands here, see? No matter what, it's going to be way more than... I I, I probably will never even beat it, because it's... Who, right. who actually finishes Zelda games anymore? They're too fucking long. That, that's what I was thinking. I uh, w- When I was just on vacation, I finished up Link Between Worlds. And when I say finished up, I mean played three-fourths of it, because I had really just started it. Um, and that's the last Zelda or the first Zelda I've beaten in years. I kind of uh, don't I finish don't a lot of games, one. though. <clears throat> but uh, this looks just gigantic. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm you know, reasonably certain <clears throat> I won't finish this. If it, there... To that point, but though, that's they, okay, they did say you can go right to Ganon at the very beginning of the game and just go fight him if you want. Yeah, they said you, you can finish the game without following, without like learning much about the story, apparently, somehow. Yeah. I don't know if I like I that so much. The, like, Ganon's just hanging out somewhere. If you want to go try to fight him, you can. Like, he should be... Like, if it's really Ganon, he's like... he. he I don't know what the story is of this, but let's just say he is uh, trying to conquer the world. He probably is up in a fortress, and, like, people can't just walk up to him. I don't know if right. we, I don't know about all that, but they said you can actually work your way through the game while avoiding a lot of the story details if you want, just, just due to how things work out. Because it's very open. It's, they've really leaned into the idea that it's kind of open and... And the story elements, I'm guessing, are pr- pretty uh, presented in a somewhat minimal way. 
maybe not as minimal as Dark Souls, but you know, kind of in a minimal way, which I think is uh, an important and uh, important change in direction for the series. It's, it's been getting stale, dudes. It's getting pretty stale. Yeah, I wouldn't I think, want I think just like another Skyward Sword type game. The the biggest thing I wanted can't. with this when they were talking about it was like just drop me in and don't hold my hand for the first two hours. Cause that's the, that was the biggest problem with both of those games, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Yeah, they've they've they're doing some serious course correction here because if you look at the demo, it starts. Link just kind of wakes up and you're just playing. You're not you're not going to go through hours of bullshit first. I know. I did get scared though when he first wakes up and like there's a voice talking to him. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> not again. Yeah. But then they pretty know. much I, drop you in the world and you just do whatever the hell you want. I would have liked a couple it. more nods to at least the very beginning where, you know, like there's the old man in the cave and that's where you get a sword. I wouldn't have minded stuff like that, but, you know, then open it up. It, it's almost too abrupt to well, you walk out of a cave and then you're just on your own. But you see the second you come out of the cave, only because I've seen this, the start of this demo now like 18 times through all the trials yeah. things. Um, as soon as you come out of the cave, you pretty much see the once he runs up to the, the cliff. You see, like, the old man go over to, like, his little campfire or whatever, like, his little area. So it's a different old man, obviously, but he there's still a guy there who kind of uh, leads you in the right direction, I guess. The other thing I wasn't super nuts about was um, I missed the different chimes, or at least how prominent the chimes were for, like, when you uncover a secret or get an item, you know, a, a, open a treasure chest for the first time, those... They're really downplayed. The music as a whole is really downplayed, but I wish those were a little more prominent. I think it's just because there's so many of those now. Like, you've, there's endless treasure chests just as you're walking around. So they, they use the... Um, and I'm just coming off Twilight Princess, which I'm still trying to get through fucking 35 hours in. Um, but there's kind of, like, the minimal chime, which is, like, you find, like, hearts mm-hmm. in a treasure chest, and it's like, do 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 And then there's the, like, you found a huge item, which uses the old fanfare that, like, you're used to yeah i i think that's got to still be in there because that's like a zelda staple but it's probably if you find like a map in a dungeon you'll get that one i hope so bobby you know what i'll guarantee it stevie it makes me smile i was playing link between worlds and when i heard that it made me smile how good is that game by the way it's pretty good i enjoyed it immensely that might be my favorite 3ds game it's probably the best 3ds game but eh, it got a little boring no, I never. No, got I, I thought I thought it was pretty exciting for the first, you know, I, not long after I got into the dark world, I started getting bored of it. It wasn't especially difficult, know. especially if you get that um, whatever the tunic is that you take half damage. If you get that early on, then yeah, it's really easy. But it's still, I thought it, it was, was awesome. easy. I died on the final boss fight once. Just I, I like probably. Mm-hmm. I like they started taking steps in the direction of kind of letting you play the game, which is something the Zelda games haven't been doing, um, but. I didn't like the the dungeon structure where each dungeon just said, "Okay, you need this key item because it works for everything here." I, I wanted something a little more organic, I guess. It felt very kind of forced with respect to the dungeons. I don't know. Yeah, the dungeons have always kind of been like that, haven't yeah, I don't, they? I don't like that though. I don't like it's like, okay, this is the dungeon where this item is for everything, and it's basically just a key. It's not really so much. I want the items and the abilities to be something that is holistic that applies to the whole game isn't just something that you use as a key for this one spot i don't know i think the only problem yeah i go ahead ahead, bobby i was was just gonna say the only problem i have with the dungeons was while it's cool that you could play them in any order it made it so they couldn't kind of stagger the difficulty every they all had the same difficulty level which was easy yep but awesome game otherwise 
But I thought Zelda, we're kind of starting at the high point. I, I thought Zelda was the best thing at the show that I saw. Nah, second best. Bobby? The Sony conference overall, which we'll probably get to in a second, was great. Like, it was just endless games for an hour and a half. Um, but none of them... Well, yeah, like, The Last Guardian is amazing, and I'll get that the day it comes out, and Horizon looks great, and, um, you know, a couple of the other ones look good. Um, yeah, nothing kind of tops what I saw from Zelda. Peter, what, Sony what was and, yours? I'll say in a second. Sony and, and Microsoft, compared to the uh, to the other people, really know how to do a conference because they pretty much just show games. Like, if you look at Ubisoft or EA, it's just endless bullshit. And it's almost unwatchable. But in any case... I. I think the game I'm most excited about is Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Um, as much as I like Zelda, I, I find myself kind of just wanting to play Horizon. Um, but we'll, I, they could, it could turn out to be the case that Zelda's better, but we'll see. It, it could turn out that way. It could. Look, I'm not going to... I think Horizon looks pretty incredible. And, and they're bringing different things to the table. Horizon's bringing a much more of a spectacle than Zelda is because he got really a lot more graphic fidelity and these giant robot machines that are awesome and all kinds of detail. And Zelda is, you know, it's more of a Nintendo thing as impressive as it is. <clears throat> I think Zelda will be much more chill to just like, I'm going to throw Zelda on and dick around for like an hour. Whereas horizon, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to have to be doing something like I'm going to be on a quest. I'm going to be on a mission or I have to go yeah, kill that guy. I think they're both kind of open world games that have quests. <clears throat> I think there's no big substantive. There's not like, there's no big, structural difference there they're open world games and i'm sure they both have quests so. zelda just seems more chill and that's that's what i'm into i'm into just chilling I, I thought it was pretty cool she reprogrammed the robot and rode it around it's pretty that's pretty cool it's cool but it's not chill it is cool but not chill that was actually the original subtitle it was originally <laughs> horizon cool but not chill i don't know i mean you could kind of hang out and just look at the dinosaurs and stuff there's like those big ones that walk around i don't know it seems kind of chill to me People who wanted to just chill were starting to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to go Horizon, so they changed it. Getting big, I'm getting some Wind Waker vibes out of some of the Zelda stuff, too, by the way. Some of the enemies, the way they move and look is a lot like Wind Waker. Yeah, I, I got that from the Baka Blins or whatever they're calling them. <laughs> Baka Blins? Did you just make that up? No, it's like Boko Blins or instead of Goblins. Yeah, it's, or it's, like, it's supposed to be like Goblins. Yeah, it's Bokoblins. Oh. Bokoblins, yeah, I think that's what it is. Remember how much you had to use your imagination back with the first game because the pixel art looked nothing like the <laughs> what the thing actually was. So like when you had like the hi hats or whatever, when you actually see an illustration of what it's supposed to be, it's like oh that's what it is. I right. thought it was something else altogether. Yeah, but back then you like read the manual religiously, so you knew what the like Ninja Gaiden was another one like that where uh, you mean Ninja Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> where the the pixel art looked one way, but you'd already seen the character illustration in the manual, so you, your little kid brain just puts it together for you. Yeah, there was there was definitely a big imagination element to playing games back in the old days, and, and it did add something, but I don't think I need to go back to that. Altogether. Kids these days don't have that, you guys. It was a different time. We just hand them the graphics now. Oh, speaking also, of kids these days, though, th- yeah. just to jump, I'm not trying to do Microsoft yet, but the when they showed the Minecraft segment during that, yeah, Drak and I were both. Drak and I were both talking to each other like we just don't like we're. we're I guess we're old because we just do not understand this. Like we feel I bad that kids I, are. This is what they have. I, I don't hate it. I mean, this could be a whole episode. Like, what's the deal with Minecraft? Could be a whole episode. But I don't know. It seems 
reasonable. It's I, they can build things and build machines. I get and, the whole crafting aspect and like you create your own world thing. That's I mean that's Legos, but I do not understand that graphical style. I don't understand how that's okay. <laughs> when you see those characters and you see like fucking toys of those characters at Toys R Us, I just don't understand it. Why is well, that? Okay? It does. It does always crack me up that Microsoft has kind of hitched their wagon to Minecraft pretty thoroughly at this point, and um, just to see them advertising like Xbox One with those blocky ass graphics it, is kind of funny to me. Yeah, they spend five minutes during their Xbox One conference on that. Yeah, <clears throat> we're on MS. Maybe we should just keep going with MS. All right. There was uh, my my kind of summary view of that was. I I kind of zoned out near the end. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to do work at the same time, but yeah. so I missed the Scorpio announcement. I had to go back and watch that later. But nothing really grabbed me all that much. Did they even show Crackdown? By the way, I know that was no. I, unless I missed it, there was no Crackdown. I don't think I didn't see it either. That's like maybe the one thing I would have been interested in. Like Gears, you you could show Gears all day. I don't give a shit about it. We, uh, well, uh, I kind of want to play Gears. I can't be I all cynical it. all the time. I, I wouldn't mind playing Gears. I I, I have kind of a feeling – like 2006 isn't that long ago, but I still have some warm feelings for Gears because it was like one of the first games on Xbox 360 that really was something new graphically. It really was something new presentation-wise. Like, whoa, this is this is something I've never seen before. So like it, 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 it is there is some throughput with Gears. So I'm still willing to play a Gears game now even though I don't usually – go for that sort of type of game. It just feels like more it, of the same. Yeah, that's, I, that's fine. I thought it looked pretty, yeah. but it just looks so boring. <laughs> it's going to have horde mode. We know that's fun. Yeah, the crowd went... <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. The crowd is obnoxious. And by the way, I, I don't mean to, I don't want to derail again, but Sony's crowd was so fucking obnoxious. I, I, I could, almost couldn't take it. Like, they were catcalling and they were screaming like little little boys all the time. It was like... My God, it's just a dumb game. Who you don't have to scream like an idiot. You guys are pressed. Like, aren't you guys pressed? Like, can't you, you conduct pressed. yourselves with some dignity? Or well, it's something? like today I saw a video. Um, somebody posted of the quote-unquote press at E3 running to get in line for Zelda in the yeah. uh, in the E3 halls, and they're like, you know, pushing each other over to try to get the it's Zelda. Like Walmart, yeah. Black Friday. Yeah, and like there was the Resident Evil trailer, or, or one. I think it was Resident Evil, and they had like the characters see scary female mannequins or something. And it's like, you hear cat calls coming from the crowd. Yeah. Like, Fuck off. You guys, are you like 13 years old? Aren't you all adults? Like, come on. Well, I think they do let a lot of just like people off the street into these things too. Like, there's no way, like I, I remember at least last year, Sony would have like line up at, you know, 4 PM and maybe you can get into the conference. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they did that again this year. I, and I'm pr- I hope Microsoft did. Cause Holy shit. The beginning of that and like, employees. Well, yeah, I guess so. But, they would just they mention gears and like the place went fucking crazy and then they said yeah. horde mode's back. Why wouldn't horde mode be back? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I get it. Like, listen, I can I can appreciate a certain degree of just being in the moment. Things are exciting. You're part of something. I get that. I, I get I get some excitement. I understand that. But just the Sony crowd is so fucking up. It's just it was over the top and the, the cat calling whenever a female woman comes on the screen is awful. And speaking of that, there was a NeoGaf thread watching the treehouse. Just to jump back to Nintendo for a second, and they were it was terrible because there were women on the stream and this the chat the NeoGaf thread was just behaving horribly. I went back. Through I, I don't that. know why can't people just behave like adults and just show, you know show some respect. But I know? went back through that thread. It really wasn't that bad. Occasion like every there were 10 like posts. eight eight like eight people got banned. 
And yeah, they like close but a thread. Every ten posts, somebody would say like, "Holy shit, what's going on here?" But <laughs> for the most part, it was people just being like, "Dude, chill out, like just be cool." But there really weren't that many people like derailing the thread or anything. If you there was a, there was enough that on the next thread they had to like put warnings in the topic title yeah. and put warnings. In the <laughs> I, I don't know. People, I don't know. It's just people don't have a sense of of when and where to to behave like idiots. So that's a that's a good way to put it. I like the way you put that. When and where. Yeah, there's a time and a place to, to act like a moron. Um, I'm just glad I know where that place is. It's not in public. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, there was... Uh, so we talked about Gears. There was Dead Rising. Dead well, Rising luckily, 4 looks like a lot of fun. I like that it's Christmas-themed also. that's I love I, when things are Christmas-themed. I also like that they started that off by saying that it's not... Like, they Everything was like Xbox and Windows 10 exclusive. But when they started Dead Rising, they did not say that. So that made me very yeah, happy. So. Just the fact that they didn't say it means it's coming to PlayStation 4. Yep. Mm-hmm. And probably right away, mm-hmm. because if it wasn't coming right away, they would say, first on Xbox or whatever. Right. <clears throat> so that'll be cool. Um, I liked 3. I don't know why I stopped playing it, because I played it for like... I had a day off from work when uh, it was around the holidays. And yeah. I played yeah. that like for eight hours straight or something. Like, I loved it, and then I never yeah. went back to it. Here's what it is. There's some kind of weird apathy for xbox one games for me for some reason like i can't i've never been able to really get into a game for that long on xbox one ever since it came out it's weird like i've tried to play tomb raider and i just kind of like whatever and i you know and the only game i've really played it and finished on xbox one is oxen free that's it <laughs> which is like a weird thing for me it's a weird choice for me but i played i, I played i played all the way through rise when that came out oh okay i never um, played that that was fine like nothing groundbreaking um, it was really pretty for the time. Um, and I played, like I said, a lot of Dead Rising. Oh, and I started Sunset Overdrive, but I got kind of annoyed by the yo-bro coolness of it. Even though they're kind of being self-referential to a point. I, I don't. I just don't want to hear it, whether you're being self-referential or it's, not. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, it's doing it for the entire 20-hour It's, 20 it's hour still campaign. annoying, yeah. So, uh, let's um, just... But yeah, Dead Rising... Is Dead Rising 4 Christmas-themed, or am I misremembering that? Yeah, it was. No, it is. Okay. I love it when things are Christmas-themed. I just want to get that out there. It's it so was fun. super Christmas-themed. It was, yeah. like, over-the-top Christmas-themed. Yeah, there aren't yeah, a lot I, of Christmas games, so that's good. I like that mm-hmm. about The Division, even though I hate The Division. Like, it's just kind of a Christmas vibe, because they've got Christmas lights yeah. everywhere. Like, I like that. Yeah. I like Christmas lights. Uh, what um, else? So, they showed Sea of Thieves, which I liked a lot more last year. I almost died falling asleep so hard watching that. It does just. I look. thought the little demo of it was fun. Like, I don't know. I don't know what was actually shown at the conference, but when I went back to um, Microsoft's or you know the Xbox YouTube channel, I found one. Um, it's like a two and a half minute video of I guess YouTubers playing it together. Holy shit! Yeah. I defy you to get through that. I, I couldn't do it. I got to like a minute and a half, and I'm like, well, how do I? How are these people famous? I I watched the whole thing. God, man. But, like, the game, unfortunately, just... I, I don't know how they made Pirates not look all that entertaining. It did look way more interesting the first time they showed it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm Is that multi-platform, or is that Microsoft? It's probably... Well, it's just Microsoft, but it, it's a rare game. It's probably Windows yeah. 10, so you might not need, like, Xbox, uh, Xbox Live to play it. I would, I I would mean, bet money that it's on Windows 10. Yeah, pretty much everything. I was going to say wait and see but it being like i'm not going to play on the pc i'm just not going to play that on the pc um so that means it's dead to me which is kind of sad right and you are ready to move on to the next thing 
Yes. Uh, yeah, Forza so. Horizon 15 or whatever that is. <laughs> Why does it say 15? Because someone was mixing, someone screwed up the show notes. That's okay. supposed to be Final Fantasy 15 and Forza <laughs> Horizon 3. <laughs> okay, well, Forza Horizon 3 looks awesome. I'm not even that into racing games, but it looks great. I don't, last, I don't know how else to go further into it than that. The last Horizon was actually really fun. It was another one that I played for just a little bit. but um... This one seems to have a little bit more of a carefree... <clears throat> thing with off-road a little more emphasis on off-road stuff unless i'm misremembering the last game well you like you like burnout right because it's very burnout paradisey in how it's it's like an arcade race i like burnout I, paradise was my jam but... i liked burnout paradise but that was a different era i might not still like that now. like it's not as silly as that game but it's it's that sort of game there was one of the horizon games I, it might have been two i don't know on xbox one i have it um I, I found the game incredibly hard to take just due to the the cool dude stuff that was going on all the time all the people i had to talk to and just i just wanted to drive i don't know hopefully they minimize that uh yeah the witcher guys came out and showed a card game for 10 minutes <laughs> gwent i can apparently be popular yeah. I don't care about it either, care. but it's probably, you know, people like their card games. They like oh, wait. Stone. They like no, wait, because I can be less interested, because then Halo Wars 2 was after that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it hurts. Uh. One thing that, the only thing that struck me about Halo Wars 2 is it was one of the games that really made me reflect on how, like, in the last couple of years, developers are discovering a whole range of colors that exist. <laughs> and we're seeing lots of colors in games, which I think is great. I love color. I thought the... I thought the little CG thing for Halo Wars 2 was cool. That was cool, too. Yeah, Halo Halo games often have really cool CG stuff. Just the, the, the problem yeah. is the games and, blow. And then, then I saw that it was Halo Wars 2, and I was like, oh. Well, I, I knew it was going to be Halo Wars 2. The last Halo Wars had, had really awesome CG also. Um, State of Decay actually, State of Decay 2 actually looks really, really cool. That's like, State of Decay 1 was a game full of awesome ideas, but it just it wasn't quite there because just the budget was kind of low. This looks like it's going to be awesome, State of Decay 2. That's probably my most anticipated zombie game. <laughs> That's a, quite a distinction. It, it, isn't, it is a good distinction. There's so many. So many there were quite games. a lot. There are a lot. Um, yeah. They showed Minecraft off. We already, they showed, yeah, we talked about Minecraft. The Final Fantasy 15 yeah. thing. Um, God. That, that was, a, that was, was it, a bad demo. Was it the Microsoft demo where it just showed the giant... The boss hand. just sweeping his arm back and forth for it five was minutes. So bad. Everything about they couldn't Final have picked a worse demo. Every, everything about Final Fantasy 15 is just pissing me off. Like I kind of wrote it off once that last demo came out because the demo was so terrible, and everything about it was bad. And it's just getting worse every time they show new stuff. It's just like I, I, I don't like these characters. I don't like the style. I don't like the gameplay. I don't like anything. I don't think I care about it. I, I like that at some point if I ever do care about it, it exists. But I don't think I'm going to play it. Like right away, at least. It sounds like they're trying to lean into this idea that you're going to have a more relatable cast, but they all look like aliens. Still, they don't seem like real people. They don't. They look like plastic weirdos. And I don't. I don't get. How is that supposed to be relatable? I don't want to. I don't want to go on a road trip with any of these guys. I don't, I, <laughs> if I saw if I saw one of these guys somewhere, it would be very uncomfortable. I would kind of like look away and try to get out of the room. Well, because I, I don't want to hang out with them. They're all like showing their pecs off. Nobody wears a shirt. Yeah, it's just and they yeah. have weird hairs and like they all look like bikers. Or they could like be girls. You're not totally sure, right? The, the main guy looks like everybody's 14 year old cousin <laughs> who goes to <laughs> Hot Topic. Like everyone has that face. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it, 
I would make for the exit if I was in a room with any of these guys. I don't want to go on a road trip with them. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to be in the same car with them. The the coolest thing I've heard about that game is that yeah, for whatever reason, there's a car. But when you're in the car, the radio stations play Final Fantasy music. Yeah. That's awesome. kind of cool. Terrific. Not worth the price of admission. Yeah. Or yeah. the seventy hours <clears throat> of my life. Yeah, like, yeah, and you watch the boss fight. It's just like the boss moving his hand, and then they do like a quick time event. And all the people, oh, what are they thinking? And, and the guy doing the demo was terrible at timing the quick time events. We just kept getting knocked over. Well, maybe he was... thinks that's hard gameplay, and that's why they designed it that way. He's like, this is so I don't tense, know. dude. It was awful. Yeah. And then, and I kept, I, I was trying to work while that was on, and I kept looking over at it. And, like, I actually stopped and restarted the feed because I thought something was going wrong, and it was, like, stuck in a loop or something. And it wasn't. It was that was actually the demo they were showing. Yeah, and then so you think then okay they got Final Fantasy 15 at the Microsoft conference. They must have some kind of marketing deal. But then Sony's conference had it too, and it had a better trailer. Like it didn't yeah. have gameplay, yeah, but it had like a, kind of a neat trailer. And then it um, they also kind of surprised people with a VR thing that may never come out. But <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of weird. I can say with almost total confidence that I will never buy that game because I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I absolutely will not. There's a zero percent chance there's, I will acquire that game still, of my own volition. There's still this thing in me that like Final Fantasy three, aka six, is like one of my favorite games. That's ever. the best. Th- yeah, but everything's downhill after I that. Know, That's the there's good like one. still this thing in me like oh, it's fine. I have Fantasy. that game on my shelf. Yeah, everything's been downhill for twenty five. <clears throat> pretty years. much, but there's still something that's like, oh well, it is Final Fantasy. That's why I, I said I'm, I'm yeah. glad it exists. So like someday if I'm like, hey, I wonder how fifteen was, I can play well, it. Here's how I look at it. Final Fantasy VI is one of the great RPGs on Super Nintendo, and and I, I have it on my shelf right now. I love it. But right after that, that's Final Fantasy VII is when they started changing everything to be this weird. Ugh. Well, but and, nine, and everything's been that way since then. Nine was sort of a throwback. It was still bad 3D on the PlayStation One, but it was kind of a throwback to that Final Fantasy VI style. Um, but yeah, since then it's been downhill uh, maybe the style always was for the characters to be sort of stupid looking and obnoxious but when there was pixel characters you could project your own reality into the game so that's probably part of why it was so much more bearable back then it's one place where that lack of fidelity benefited it, the game. it did because you probably. can when you have those little pixel art people that all kind of look the same you can ma- you imagine them any way you want so that's probably a big right. part of it gotta keep moving all right. all right xbox controller i like that you can design them that's cool I like that. I do not. I don't know I why that's that stupid. I, I, I had a feeling that's you that wrote yawn on the notes. <laughs> <laughs> why is that stupid? That's the best thing ever. Why take time on your conference for that? Because it's the best thing ever. It's, it's stupid. They'll sell like 10 of those. This is the kind of... Th- oh, no, they won't. They'll sell... I, I've already bought 10 of them. What are you talking about? Well, how, do they charge more? <laughs> What's the price for them? It costs 80 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, but you can design no all the colors and you can inscribe something on it. I guess it's only fifteen no bucks way, more than the regular. Yeah, it's like fifteen, twenty bucks extra. You can pick the colors for like a bunch of different parts of it, and you have a bunch but, of choices. You can pick the colors of the buttons and the digital pad, and all. it's great. You can make a sweet but controller. You still, you still have to play Xbox games with it. Can, uh, yes. I use those on my PC all the time. I did like that the new Xbox controllers are just Bluetooth, so you don't need a fucking dongle to use it on the computer. Uh, All right, now you see that this, the, the 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 last part of the Microsoft conference here is the, also the most baffling part. They announced two consoles at once, two upcoming iterations <laughs> yeah. at once, and one of them is a year and a half away and is going to be the ultimate Xbox. <laughs> what are they thinking? Why would they do that? 
I don't understand. Like, it's it's one thing to announce the Xbox One S, which is, I think, coming out relatively relatively soon. I think it's August. August. But now that they're saying that they've, they're hyping up this Xbox Scorpio thing. Scor- I've been calling it Scorpion. That's the first time I got it right. They're saying it's going to be like it's like it's they've almost described it as a religious experience in their in their little video reel. They're encouraging everyone who buys an Xbox One to have to to consider if they should wait or buy it now. It's like why would you put everyone in that position? I don't understand the the business sense behind it. Yeah, I read something yeah. that IGN had a poll, um, and like sixty percent said that they're just going to wait now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I see what you guys are saying in the IGN poll and stuff, but the vast majority of people that buy video game stuff are not super familiar with announcements like this. It's just not a thing. And especially people that are going to buy an Xbox. I mean, either people who want an Xbox and don't have one today are probably going to buy one for some exclusive that was announced today and have money so they don't care. Or they're just ignorant. And neither one of those play into, oh, I'm going to wait a year and a half for Scorpio. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, I think there's just the awareness that there's a, a big, awesome, ultimate Xbox coming out next Christmas, after this Christmas. is going to – it's going to – at least some people will hold off. I think there's going to be – like I don't – I don't the, care. The part I think is uh, most baffling about it is that they've gone out of their way to say that there very well could be Scorpio only games. You know, there's just there's this pool of capacity that system's capable of, and developers can do whatever they want on right. it. So they're basically announcing a new console generation. Oh, I but the I, question uh, is, I thought the I read is today is, that they said that the games, no matter what, will work on both. Well, then they need to control their messaging better. <laughs> yeah, that's the, it's all a mess. That's, the, that, that's it. Was it was Spencer that I heard, that the quote was attributed to that said they can developers can do whatever the fuck they want. With no, it. Th- that was like his backpedal because first Spen- Phil Spencer said um, all the all the Scorpio games are just going to be for 4K resolution. That's it. And then right. like he released a new statement saying, "Oh, they can actually do whatever they want." I think Phil Spencer's just a fucking idiot, and he doesn't know what 4K means. He just someone told him that, <laughs> someone told him that 4K is important and it's all about 4K. So he said, "Yeah, this is for 4K." Then someone, then everyone's like, "No, we want other stuff." So I just don't like the that last. Guy. Like, I, I don't he's know a fake idiot or not, but I just he's slimy. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. The, the last note I have for the MS conference is he has the most punchable face in the world. Yeah, I, I do guess. not. I want to pound him. This he hasn't said anything that's really offended me individually. I just I don't like him. I have a bad feeling about him every time I see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's inherently unlikable about unlikable about him. I don't know. He's always he's got this smarmy look. He's got this smirk on his face. It's like, dude, just, you're you right. I get the I feeling that he him. hates all of us. <laughs> oh, he totally hates us. Yeah, he, he hates absolutely us. hates people. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you guys went along with you. Yeah, he hates everybody. I think he does. <laughs> I think I have an automatic default revulsion to anyone wearing jeans in a sports coat <laughs> like, i just look. don't like it yeah if anyone that's does almost that. everybody at e3 though isn't it yeah but that's that's not everybody at e3 it's every like corporate sort of stiff guy that yeah. comes on stage is always doing that and it's like don't you have any other ideas than just being a I'm shithead cool, dudes that doesn't i'm not make a corporate cool. guy i'm wearing jeans that's the uniform of a corporate guy at this point that's what that yeah. means that's what that means normal people don't do that yeah for the yeah. most part all right, so <laughs> there's a guy in the U. In the U- <laughs> there's a guy. I think it was in the EA conference who had jeans on so tight that you could see God. It was 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> they were really tight. That was a good segue. So EA and Ubisoft both had their own uh, conferences as usual. EA's was actually on Sunday, which is weird. Tight team. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, they showed that they're working on Star Wars games. That wasn't a, a huge deal from EA. They showed a trailer for Mass Effect that didn't show gameplay. Um, <laughs> Titanfall 2 looks actually fun, I thought. I thought it looks cool. Um, and then Battlefield 1 is, of course, their big game this year, which looks freaking awesome. I think Battlefield well. 1 looks dope. It looks dope. It looks like any other Battlefield game, but now there's like World War 2 World War 1 shit in there. So it's like a re- but I'm yeah. fine with that because it looks cool, but um graphically it's incremental over Battlefield 4, which is still pretty impressive. I mean, the Frostbite engine's really nasty, but I think um I think, there's yeah. much improved lighting and the destruction looks really oh, incredible. The weather too, the, the some of the yep. rain effects and things looked awesome. When you're flying yep. a biplane around and, and the the wings catch bullets, like the way the wings start to disintegrate is crazy. Yeah. Like I don't know if you got like, I, I, yeah, there's a forty minute video somewhere I was watching it and they're like someone's flying the plane around, he's taking ground fire and like this his wings are just kind of disintegrating as the bullets go through his wings and he's, and he's still flying and it just looks so cool. I just don't know how they're gonna pull this off on like vanilla Xbox one oh, they'll do in it in particular they'll do it at a i mean low they're gonna have to dial shit like that battlefront yeah, is in and, there and all, every game's on there it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll work they'll 720p it and drop the, yeah. the player count uh, <clears throat> they better not drop the player count because that kind of damages the whole thing well the the consoles last time they didn't do 64 did they no bf4 was 32 player i thought on the consoles i think yeah i think it's lower than the pc whatever it is um, then they showed sports games, you know. You know. Uh, aside from EA, there's also Ubisoft. Watch Dogs 2 looks like Watch Dogs. It looks... Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling they're starting to step out into a self-referential parody area like Saints Row. I think it's starting to become silly. That's that's what I'm getting out of it. It's starting to become silly. Everything That'd be okay, because Watch Dogs 1 took itself way too seriously it was stupid. for what it was. This is The only way um, to do it is to make it really silly. But like, yeah, and it's definitely. I thought that. the animation looked incredible. The character animation looked great. I, I don't know if you guys were paying that close attention I, or not. I, I, I pay attention, but I watched. I, I, I just don't like. I don't. I do not like Ubisoft. I do not like Watch Dogs. But I think the silly stuff. If it's if I'm looking, if I'm reading it correctly, and that they're just kind of going in a silly direction, and everyone looks silly, and they wear funny masks and funny hats and stuff. Yeah, I think that's the only way to play it, but I'm still not buying it. I don't trust Ubisoft. I didn't get that that was supposed to be self-referential or, like, silly. I thought it was, this guy really is, he thinks he's such a cool hacker that he wears a a mask so he has hashtag eyes. (laughs) It's it's hilarious. (laughs) It's stupid. I I don't see how they could do that, though, Bobby. I mean, there's no way anyone thinks that's cool. They're just being silly. I don't know. And being silly is the only way to do it. I hope they're being silly. I didn't get that they were trying to be silly. Because they were like talking about how cool that was the main guy has a hat on that has the name of his hacker group on right that's so sneaky <laughs> i hope i know so. it, it seems like sort of a, a like a lizard squad fantasy of like cool dude hackers hacker groups yeah that's like the mid 90s hacker thing and it kind of works if you're just having fun with it and just being silly that's the I, only way it works i hope you're right because i was totally turned off thinking they were being serious but it, knowing that maybe it's kind of supposed to be like that <laughs> i'm getting the feeling I'll, it's, I'll give it another yeah, chance i'm getting the feeling well, that it's kind of silly that's what i'm getting the feeling but i i did not hate watchdogs i thought it had some problems um 
but Watch Dogs 2 will definitely be wait and see for me, and it's it's going to depend a lot on when it's coming out and what else is going on you could, then. You could tell because they had that little Sony partnership after they showed the game that it was running on a PS4, because it was chugging. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just an early build and it was PC, but it seemed like it was, it was having an, a hard time. Back to um, something that Microsoft did do well. Um, when anytime they say that something is going to be Xbox and Windows 10, they can then show the PC version and get away mm-hmm. with it. That's so smart. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, they also had Ghost Recon, which I actually didn't see. Was that? Did I did not like that. I saw it. It's. That, I, don't know, I thought that was Peter's game of the show. Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you're all about Ghost Recon. Oh my god! The first it's just one was like fun. A, I don't, I don't know. It's like how many times can Ubisoft just have like these games where it's just open world and you have like regular generic dudes with generic guns and that's it. It's just so boring. I think, I think if I had a lot more free time, I would play this with my Battlefield guys just because it seems like you could kind of roll your own very tactical approaches to the different encounters and stuff and that's always funsies. I think I need more of a fantasy element in my games than just dudes with guns. I, I think dudes with guns is just too boring. I think that's a pretty safe assumption yeah. for you, Peter. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the South Park thing, I actually had to turn that off because Sony was coming on and I was trying to catch up. I thought it looked really funny. I, I'm totally getting that game. It's like a, it's an RPG like the last one. Um, yeah. But South Park games are better than they should be. It was it's the weird. last one was actually good. I played yeah. a few hours of it. Um, but this one looks. They actually changed the battle system to be more than just generic RPG battle system. Um, it's almost right. kind of like. Um, um, sort of like an, a strategy RPG sort of system to it. Um, but then it's just got the South Park humor, which I don't even watch the show anymore, but I was laughing at the press conference. So I will get that game. Um, also, if you pre-order that, apparently you get the last game on the new consoles, which never was released before, unless they announced that <laughs> wrong. Um, kind of neat. Uh, what else did they have? Did you see, What did you think is Steep? I don't know. It gave me like throwback to like SSX and stuff yeah. and that was kind of nice. It felt but... like a good dick around game. Like if the four of mm-hmm. us were or I guess three of us. If were... we were still in college, we'd probably play a lot of stuff. Yeah, I could see that being a good college game. Nowadays like you said, we don't have as much free time, probably not, but it did look like right. and the the way he was kind of stopping things and saying you can record everything, you can go back and mm-hmm. rewind and see, you know, pause it here. Um was kind of I mean, neat. I I hope it's this generation's Tony Hawk. Eh, I don't. As far as the silliness. Oh, as far did, as just goofing around and having videos of him. Yeah. Stuff. Didn't give a yeah. shit. <clears throat> um, that's all I really saw from Ubisoft. If there was oh, we also had For, For Honor. I did not see that. It looks... I don't know what... I've got... It looks kind of neat sometimes, but I've got warning warning signs, like warning alarms are going off that probably have a lot to well, do with the fact that it's Ubisoft. Oh. Did that get delayed or something? Like, I could have sworn that was out already. No, they just showed it last year at E3. Hmm. It's a game where you... It's... Uh, everyone knows what it is. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. It looks... It, some things look kind of neat, but I, I'm worried about it. I'm not, not... Don't plan to buy it. Just I have I have a rule that seems to work well for me. Don't buy Ubisoft's shit. I wish you would stick to it, though. Because <laughs> yeah. then you buy it, and we have to hear about it. <laughs> right. So we hear about it I, now, listen, I didn't buy the and then division. we hear about it after you buy it, I nev- too. I never bought the Division. That was smart. I said, I'm not having it. That was smart. That was very smart of you. Um, you got pretty close. You were on the bubble there for a little bit yeah, about Division. I get caught up in the moment when people are doing stuff, but I just... I, I ultimately knew better. Just you know, I'm not going to like this. It's good. 
You're you're growing. I don't think we've recorded since the division came out. Yeah. But I won't derail. That feels like a we have more time next time kind of mm-hmm. chat because maybe we can get mm-hmm. a special guest Drac on, and uh, you right. guys can talk about it because I we, did not. I think we kind of need to go over some of the Sony stuff real quick. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing was Bethesda had one that night, which was oh yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, Skyrim remaster looks uh, a lot better. Yeah. <clears throat> um, free for people on PC if they own the legendary version, I guess, which I do not. I only own the vanilla one. Um, the, their big game this year is Dishonored 2, which I'm sure will be fun, but it just felt old. Like, it felt last-gen in the videos, to me at least. I don't know what you thought. Yeah, it looked like a expansion pack for the first one. And, I mean, I really liked the first Dishonored. I, I played, you know, I'm sure listeners are familiar that... I played through with just a stealth. I tried to do stealth all the way through, and it made it a very interesting game. Um, but I don't know. I that's another one that you know if there's a good deal and there's not much out. Like if if that comes out at a in a lull for games, I may pick it up just to play with. Are you talking but, Dishonored um, too? Yeah, Dishonored yeah, too. It, it looks really underwhelming. That is not going to come out during a lull for games since it's this winter. Yeah. I think it yeah. comes it does out not like look good. near Battlefield One. Does not look good. Yeah, or last not, or it one doesn't one. look good for it. Does, uh, it, it looks very. It just looks like the last game. It doesn't. You know, there's. It does, and there's. There's just too many games. There are too many games. That's such a good segue, but we can't use it yet. Fuck. Uh, I want. Uh, did you guys? Did you mention Prey yet? I, wait, I have to do it, Beef. I have to do it. Speaking of too many games. Okay. We will. Tapezilla will be at the Too Many Games Expo next yes. week. Uh, I believe it's. June 24th uh, in just outside Philadelphia. So uh, we do not have a booth, but I will be walking around if you see me. And you don't know what I look like, obviously, but if you see me, come say hi. I'll sign your copy of Shenmue. He'll be wearing a uh, Tapezilla shirt. He will deface you, your copy you of Shenmue. You shirt, right? I don't. You know what? I'll, I'll probably... Can you, get, can you get one by then? Look for somebody wearing those uh, Nintendo Vans, the ones that look kind of subtle, <laughs> the ones that don't That's going to be a lot of people. That's gonna be a lot of people. No, because I, w- I was at the van store today. They do not have these kinds anymore. Of the, the like, not anymore. Everyone bought them for too many <laughs> games. <laughs> That's why this van store right outside <laughs> Philly did not have them. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm wearing yet. I'll right. update you on Twitter. Watch watch our tape yeah. of Twitter. I'll tell you what I'm wearing. He'll post a selfie in the morning yeah, do, so you know what to look. I'll for. do one of my elevator <laughs> pictures on, on the way there. Uh, okay, that was the too many games segue. Um, Sony. Oh no! So, Prey looked kind of cool, but ultimately I don't care. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh Prey! So they did that thing which Sony did as well, um, which is show a trailer before you tell me what the game is, which is super yeah. smart because I would have super smart. Like if they said here's Prey, I just I would have tuned out. But <laughs> they showed this game which looked like at first I was like, is this Alien? Like is it kind of like an Alien isolation kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And then it just looked good. Like it looked cool. It looked like I probably yeah, can't I was, play it because it's too scary. But it there's looked like. Cool. The guy in the spaceship and very slick, very polished. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah. this "If is that was prey. real gameplay, yeah." And because of that, I was like, "Hmm, okay, pray." Interesting. And speaking of Sony, they did that as well because they started to show. It was in the VR segment for whatever reason, or I guess mm-hmm. it was moving off the VR segment. Or like, 
Yeah, <clears throat> but they showed somebody in like a spaceship shooting down other spaceships, and then he lands and he starts killing guys. And I'm like, wait a minute, this they're is trying a, to trick like you into like hook, trying and... to trick you into thinking advanced dude. It, it totally worked. It, it totally worked. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this like an Eve game? What what's going on? And I'm like, oh, he's grappling the guy, and then he rips his helmet off, and then like his head explodes. I didn't and like it. it looked boring. I'm like, I'm totally in. What is it? And then it's like Call of Duty. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I know. So Drac and I were in the chat at the time, um, going back and forth. And when they started doing melee stuff, that felt like Call of Duty, and that's when I kind of yeah. got it. Um, but you know what? I was totally anti this Call of Duty because I was just over it. But this looks cool. I'll probably you know, that's at least direct- I think that approach was a direct response to their trailer that had eight kabillion thumbs downs. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, we need to we need to sell this without saying what it is. <laughs> without, without the Call of Duty name. Let's sell this game. Well, I mean, it, it you... kind of goes to show you if they just show, if more of these places would just show the games and let people pick what games they want to play instead of having marketing no. shove games down their throats, and that's... they might actually sell Listen, some more games. The Advanced Warfare because, 2. Or... Because you end up in these camps where it's like, am I a BF guy or am I a Call no. of Duty guy? And you see the Call of Duty, and you're like, oh, this is Call of Duty. I don't care. And you no. start looking at your phone. Listen, when you're talking about future warfare or whatever this is called, like they have they have these little gimmicks in there, like your fly spaceship or whatever. Ultimately, the game's just going to feel like any other Call of Duty game. I guarantee it. So, well, and I'm just not interested. Other Call of Duty games didn't have spaceship fights and shit. Yeah, right, but cool? that's all just kind of like that's like little little superficial things. Like ultimately, the core of the experience is going to be like any other Call of Duty, and I just don't give a shit. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm not, Sony, and I'm the I'm, Sony, I'm an anti Call of Duty guy since like two, like not Modern Warfare two, like Call of Duty two. Sony's approach to showing games was so much smarter than Microsoft too. Like Microsoft starts out by saying, "Here's blah 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 from this studio," and then they come out and say how great they are, and then they say, "We are mm-hmm. here to show you Forza Horizon two or whatever it is," and then you see Forza Horizon two. Like you said, you tune out because you hear, "Oh, this is just Forza Horizon." Sony just yeah. starts a trailer, and maybe like at the beginning, the first like fifteen minutes of the thing were just games. Oh, the, well, almost all of Sony was just ga- like it's just trailer, and then maybe the guy will talk every once in a while, but it's really just trailer, trailer, trailer. Um, but they'll yeah. they'll start a trailer off, and maybe it says the studio working on it, but it's am just I, the am, game. Am I correct in imagining that Sony is the only conference where there weren't any shithead business guys with? suit jackets and jeans uh i think at the end the guy came out with the suit jacket jean combo oh. yeah what did what did house wear yeah, i think that's what he had oh okay yeah well at that least house it isn't that punchable compared to the other two though no he's cute i want to yeah. like put him in my pocket and carry him around i want to just rip his sports jacket off and <laughs> pull his pants down no no, no. <laughs> no i'm kidding um <laughs> so they started the off jacket, though. they started off with the orchestra which that's when I turned it on, and I remember asking Jack, kind of like, what, what, what game is this for? What music is this? He's like, I don't know. Um, and then they proceeded to show a game that looked... I thought it was going to be the Horizon demo, because it was a guy with yeah, a, me too. a bow and arrow. And then a weird-looking Kratos kind of stepped out of the, the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who liked the last few God of War games, I don't know about this yet. I don't like it. I do not like it at all. It was actually... Well, you hate God of War. I, I don't like God of War in general, but, but I just did not like this at all. This is like the like Last of Us God of War. It's like Kratos and the Last yeah. of Us. Yeah. Which, it, I don't it's think those should mix. Such, 
an odd combination. Like, if they wanted to make a Last of Us-y kind of game with a melee focus, they should have just done that. Like, why are they jamming this ridiculous God of War character into that? It doesn't make any sense, because he's not like a dude with a... He's, he's, he's like a god-killer weirdo guy. He flies around fighting but giant we don't, mythological we don't gods. Know. We don't know what Kratos is going to be like now. I mean, they they did say there are going to be, like, huge bosses and, you know, all of those God of War tenets, but... I, I don't know. This is another one where I'm I'm in wait and see, but I'm optimistic. I I just I don't like Kratos. I don't like his deep gravelly voice. It's like one of the worst examples of tough guy testosterone low voice dudes. I just don't like it. See, like I, everything about it's rubbed me the wrong way. And this is why I don't know if it was necessarily a good move because I am a God of War fan, and I'm like I don't know. And Pete's a guy who would like a Last of Us type game, but because they put Kratos in it, he's like, I'm not going near that. They've ruined, yeah, they've like, ruined the Last of Us stuff. Like if they just if they just pulled out Kratos and put like a, a character that I like into that same exact demo, I would have loved it. That's what I mean. Like they they kind of ruined it for you and they ruined it for me. Like I don't know who this is for. I don't want to be Kratos. I, they I, had to do they had to do something with God of War. They couldn't just keep putting out. Oh, Kratos is still angry at gods, and yeah, developers he's have people's heads off. Developers have kind of thankfully moved past the idea of having these fixed cameras, which are dumb. Uh, like with God of War, they're not doing it anymore. And the Ninja Theory is making a new game where the Ninja Theory used to make the fixed camera action games, but they're not doing that anymore. They're making it behind the character camera. Yeah, but not so. every game has to be like. Like I'm okay with there being just God of War that uses a fixed camera. I don't think I just all don't like fixed camera. Last of Us or Tomb I don't like fixed camera. Period. Full stop. On any game, I don't even want fixed fixed camera on Gwent. I don't want fixed camera on anything. <laughs> Peter wants to sit at a Gwent table and be able to look around. Yeah, exactly. I don't want fixed camera in my action games. Either. So speaking of uh, being able to look around, they they also did the whole trailer first before announcing the game name thing with Resident Evil Seven. I, mm-hmm. I actually played that demo today. Played it all the way. Well, before you tell us how much you hated it, um, <laughs> how it, do you know I hated it? Maybe you didn't, even though you told me you hated it. <laughs> just, just guessing. Uh, the I thought it was it was a neat idea. It was still part of the VR segment, I think. Um, yeah. So, one kind of funny thing because if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch the trailer first. But I'm sure you have. Um, it's got this sort of like a first person Silent Hill sort of vibe, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're doing it in the VR segment. But you know, I never thought for a second this would be a Resident Evil game because it has looks nothing like Resident Evil. No, I thought it was like a new Outlast yeah, or something. it felt like that sort of thing. A um, little less silly than, than Outlast ended up being. Um, but being VR, I was like, okay. But at the same time, I'm like, I could never play this because it looks too freaky for VR. Mm-hmm. Drac, on the other hand, um, <laughs> yeah. who loves to be scared, and we've told the story about him playing uh, um, Silent Hill 2 with the door of the apartment open just for it to be... You know, they feel the breeze <laughs> and hear stuff outside. He said, and I'm, I'm going to hold him to this because it would be amazing if he actually did it. Um, he's going to live, when this game comes out, um, at a house where it kind of backs up to, to woods. It's, it's a wooded area. And he said he's going to take about a you know 100-foot extension cord and bring his PlayStation VR into the middle of the woods to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, if you're in VR, then what difference is it? Well, I guess because you know that you're outside. He yeah. knows he's out in the woods, yeah. right? He, you can still probably hear that. I don't think it's going to block out all sound. Oh, my God. That would be the scariest thing ever. Totally. Because like, I, I grew up in the country, and being alone in the woods at night is genuinely scary. 
Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be alone in the woods at night without a VR helmet on in a scary game. Right, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Just, I wouldn't want to just go stand out in the yeah, woods. I, I, I'm telling you, being alone in the woods at night is one of the most unsettling things you can do. I, I know that from experience. Yeah, so hopefully he does that. Anyway, it, they said it was Resident Evil 7. They announced uh, the demo was going to be out that night. It actually came out the next day. Pete, you played it. I have not. What did you think? Um, what... I think they've said that the demo doesn't really represent the full experience of the actual game. They're just trying to set the tone of the game by having the demo be a certain way, which I hope that's the case because the demo has, it's an interesting experiment. It seems like they're trying to do kind of a PT Atlas type thing, but that's not what Resident Evil is. There's like pretty much no throughput from Resident Evil to this. Like you could, you could make arguments for Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6 are too action-y and they try to turn it into Call of Duty or whatever. But even though, even though that's the case, there's a certain throughput from all of the Resident Evil games. There's certain things which are very recognizable, even though they change the camera angle with 4 and all that. This is, there's pretty much nothing about it that seems in any way like Resident Evil. There's no campiness to it. There's, it takes itself completely seriously. It's in the first person view, which I don't like because I just don't like the first person view in general. There's no weapons, there's no bad guys, there's no zombies. It's just kind of one of those games where you wander around a dark house and scripted thing, and waiting for the scripted mm-hmm. thing to try to scare you. And I don't care for that. I don't give a shit. If I wanted to do that, I would play Outlast. But I don't play Outlast because Outlast is really boring. You play Resident Evil to have kind of a campy survival horror game where you get to blast zombies and blast crazy monsters and stuff. Yeah, And that's what Resident Evil is supposed <clears throat> to be. I don't really understand the, the sort of tonal change there, but they, I did see an interview with the guy, um, one of the guys in the dev team. It's mostly Japanese. Um, this is still being done in Japan. It almost felt like it was, we it's got... It's very Western feel. Yeah, like there's a, a U.S. Uh, team working on this, but um, the, the guy did say that the whole game is first person. It all takes place on like a farm um, where there's this mansion that you're in. So while, yeah, this might not be part of the actual final game, I think this is what the final game is going to be like. Yeah, I just I, I don't want Resident Evil to be a first person game that's kind of like Outlast. I don't like that, but I, I'll give it a shot. Maybe it'll be good. But they could should just made this game and call it something else because there's no, there's nothing about it that even feels kind of like. The only thing in it that feels a little bit like Resident Evil is some of the menu sound effects when you're going into inventory. I think that's about it. Um, if you because if you look back to Resident Evil, the characters are ridiculous and they've got funny outfits on and they've got big muscles and just i'm not saying i need all those things but there's kind of a silly japaneseiness to the games and then this is like completely different completely different and i i don't get it uh, i just want to sh- i want to shoot zombies really badly that's like a big part of it like i'm all in for playstation well, vr when it comes out just because i think it'll be neat but there's no way i can play this game which game resident evil 7 i, I just couldn't that's a vr game yeah, you can play the entire thing in VR. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I guess that's probably that. That must be why it's first person. I guess we have our answer as to why it's first person because they want to go into the VR stuff. They're I, probably I don't give a shit about that, though. yeah. They probably are trying to capitalize on the yeah. the handful of people. Probably. I don't know how many pre-orders they actually have, but someone needs to tell them that I don't really care about VR. Someone needs to tell them that. <sighs> we have very, very uh, different points of view. Towards the end of the Listen, <laughs> I am willing to try it, but I, I think it's going to be kind of a thing you do once in a while just for kind of a neat experience. I don't think it's going to be a mainstay. I don't want to play Resident Evil for 30 hours with a helmet on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. You know what I am going to play for 30 hours with a helmet on is Star Wars. <laughs> even though it's like a... No, I don't even want to do that. <clears throat> See, that 
that alone is like Beef said. Like he, he's going to keep his pre-order now just because he can sit in an X-wing or feel like he's sitting in an X-wing. That's that's all <laughs> I want from it. Well, Give me that ten-minute like, demo. It's just cool. If I, I'm gonna, I don't own any VR stuff, but I'm gonna pretty much imagine this is what's going to be the case. I could do something really, really cool with it. It's going to be like a 20, 30 minute thing. But just for mainline playing games, for you know, like The Witcher Three or whatever the main big game it is at the moment. I'm not going to be doing that in VR with a helmet on. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I don't think anybody's expecting you to. I think it's supposed to be for those sort of it's kind of just like a little size, gimmick. yeah, not bite sized gimmick. I, well, any first person game should benefit from it if they do it, especially right. ones where you sit still, like in a cockpit of some sort, or you know, like, a, mm-hmm. the driver's seat of a car. For example, think, imagine you, you you just kind of chill out and play some Overwatch. You might play it for a few hours. You're not going to want to put on a helmet to do, to have that kind of experience. Just, you're going to put a helmet on for a very purpose built, purposeful experience, which is going to be usually very small because you don't want to sit there with a thing on your head for five hours. I don't know. I could see getting really into like a Gran Turismo type game because it's in VR, mm-hmm. whereas I wouldn't totally care if it was just on my TV. But yeah, you're not going to play like, Overwatch or uh, Destiny or anything like that on this. Yeah, I was going to say, I would not do like my Destiny Tuesday night rating with the VR helmet on. Plus, you're, you're, there's, you're disconnected from the real world for when you have the helmet on, for in a sense. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, it just it's going to be, I don't think it's ever going to leave gimmick status until they at least make major changes to make it smaller and lighter and all that, like more like glasses. It's probably smart, though, because it keeps you, as it's supposed to, kind of more immersed. Because right now, if I get to a cutscene in a game, anytime they take control away from me in any game, it really, like, even Uncharted, mm-hmm. where I was into the story and stuff, the second people start talking and I can't control the character, I look at my phone. It's just a, it, it's well, my own issue. That's something you should like about God of War, then, Bobby. They said it's all in-game. There's no cutscenes, or it's like one shot. The whole game is one shot. I think that what you decided is a problem with phones more than a problem with games, because I... I I have trouble even like watching movies for ninety minutes or two hours without just kind of constantly checking yeah. my phone and stuff. It's like I can't I can't do it anymore. I have to always I, be checking. I, I feel a little bad. We're watching. Uh, I never watched Sopranos when it was out originally, when or since. So uh, my wife and I are watching it from the start, and I just I can't watch Sopranos. It's a good show. I enjoy it, but I just can't watch an episode of Sopranos without checking my phone. I can't watch anything without times. checking my phone a yeah. bunch of times. It's bad. I, I find that it's when I bad. watch movies, if I put a movie on, I'm just looking at my phone half the time. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. I, I can't not be connected. Yep. So you you can't do that with the VR though. Exactly. So maybe it's That's good. I mean. No, it's not good. It means I just won't use it because there's a higher bear. There's a higher burden to use it. Because like, let's say I have a great VR experience, and then like after an hour or two, my head's kind of sweaty and I feel kind of weirded out when taking it off because <laughs> of the, the 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 jarring nature of the change from VR to real life. So like, there's a higher burden to the whole experience. You're just you're gonna be less likely to to flip it on and go into it because it's Peter, such a high burden. Peter. What if they remaster Alien Isolation for VR? I would, I would, I would like to try that because that game was incredibly intense when I played it, and I, I would be curious to see what that's like. I, it, it might give me a heart attack and make my body might make it real, <laughs> like in the Matrix. imagine, imagine playing Alien Isolation in the woods with a VR helmet on. It would be intense, but like I said, that's not going to be an everyday thing. I would do that as an event, not as like an everyday game playing thing. Imagine playing Alien Isolation in a VR helmet in an abandoned spaceship. That'd be crazy. I don't know. I'm yeah. Alien Isolation was... You do get used to it after a while, but for the first half or so, or the first third, were incredibly intense, even without VR. 
So there was Star Wars, there was Resident Evil, there was the weird Star Trek bridge that was weird. thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure Star Trek fan just kind of popped their I, I, I'm a Star Trek one, fan, but... and I didn't give a shit about that. I didn't, get, I didn't Wait, understand no. that. Where was that? I didn't see a Star Trek thing. That wasn't in the Sony uh, show. That was in one of the, uh, okay. uh, whoever it is, Ubi or EA, whoever's publishing it. Um, and there was Batman, but they didn't show us anything for Batman. Just the Joker talked. What, about, what do you think about yeah. Death Stranding, Beef? I just, I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's, they're showing some teaser. I'm guessing they don't really have any kind of game yet. Well, I, I double don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a Kojima fan anyway. Um, this is going to be something really that we're care. not going to see for another five years. Well, that, yeah, I, I'm I'm getting there, but like I'm listing the reasons why I don't care, and and one is Kojima, I don't care. Um, PT I thought looked r- impressive, like technically, um, but I didn't care about the game. And this is, you know, they've lost the Del Toro thing, so this just seems like such a ego project I at think this that point. Kojima the, and the, Daryl Dixon are like having a bromance. Yeah. yeah, the the whole thing with uh, Kojima's world tour, visiting all the studios so he can select what engine he wants to use. That's just shithead. <laughs> I, I just, I can't, I can't deal. Even if I was otherwise interested in the game, Kojima's like an active negative to a game at this point for me. I, I don't so. think everything about Kojima's bad, but I think he's incredibly kind of overrated and dumb. I did not have the negative response you two apparently did to this. Um it, I, it was I it was a it. giant middle finger to Konami, which is I think that's all it was really meant to be. It's kind of a giant middle finger to everyone because I'm guessing that even Kojima and the studio don't really fully know what this game is yet. It's yeah, so there's, early. There's no. It's game. so early. Yeah, there's no game. No, it's and it's such an abstract scene they showed us. I mean, it, it means this is Lost nothing. Season One, Episode Three type stuff. This is like they don't even know what any of this is. They're like, let's just have a baby and some fish and some flying people. It's it's there. This will eventually form into some kind of game four or five years from now. And it probably won't. There's no reason. There's no reason to give a shit. It may or may not, but there's no reason to give a shit about. I mean, well, it might because the early Phantom Pain thing showed the flying whale, if I recall correctly. So there'll probably Um, be some throughput from this to whatever the game is. But this is so early. There's no reason to spend a single second thinking about it. (laughs) Even the um, even the uh, Konami fuck you that just comes off as so petulant that I didn't even like that part of it. And I think the thing I disliked about it the most was they had this dramatic entrance for Kojima and like the, the white, the, you know, he was walking across a huge screen and like the white tiles are flying in from the sides to form in theory, the path he's walking down just, and he timed his walk know, totally wrong. So he walked I off know. it. And then like, and they introduced the him thing. as one of the great geniuses of all time or something. Just like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, he's not a yeah. genius. Metal Gear Solid Konami 5 isn't even very good. Konami sucked his dick for too long, and he turned into a monster that they couldn't manage anymore. And he, Sony's going to do the same thing. He makes kind of quirky games that miss the mark probably more often than they hit the mark. He's not... I think I dislike Kojima more than Peter hates generic military shooters. Kojima isn't... I'm not going to say he's all bad, but he's mostly bad. 
I, yes, mostly yeah. bad. Drac's going to be like, so fucking pissed off listening to this part. I played Metal Gear well, Solid He should have showed up to tape then. Asshole. I played Metal Gear Solid <laughs> 5. There are good aspects to Metal Gear Solid 5. There are things to, be, to like about it, but overall, it's just it's not great. I need to actually play that game. I'm still in the hospital. Is that all, am I almost near the end? That's the intro, right? <laughs> I, I turned it off in the hospital. I don't know where I am. Uh, so, is that. Does that pretty much wrap it up? Uh, they that showed that they showed that zombie game. No, it it does not wrap it up because Last Guardian. The opposite of Death Stranding, which even the title, oh my god, um, the opposite of Death Stranding very was zeros. Life Stranding. Yeah, was Last Guardian and Spider Man. What the fuck, Spider Man? Yeah, there were some rumors about there being a Sony Spider Man game, but I'm so glad it's the Infamous guys because they they. Are, have been the it's not the punch. guys. It's it's not sucker punch. It's yeah, it's it um it's the it's the Sunset Boulevard guy or Sunset Overdrive guys. I thought right? it was Sucker Punch. No, it's um it's the the Ratchet Insomniac? and Clank dudes. Yeah, it's Insomniac. Oh, it's Insomniac. Yeah, hmm. it's Insomniac. I like Insomniac. Yeah, which totally ruined my great name for it because I was calling it Spider Manfamous. I don't mm. think the Sucker Punch is particularly a great game designer they're pretty good technically well they make great like the infamous games are good superhero games that's why i was excited yeah, for but spider-man the games aren't fun yeah they have a problem with uh, the fact that they're not fun they i like infamous games infamous games are shockingly unfun i thought spider-man looked incredible it looked really cool In we fact, don't know much but it certainly looked nice and the only downside for me is vote. i didn't like his voice but i like everything else it's my vote for the game that gaff kids are going to cry about downgrading later. It it almost looked too good. Well, no, not really. If you look at the screenshots, it looks kind of just average. In terms of raw fidelity, it looks kind of average. But my I whole know. I just my whole no. point of view on yes. this game is I, I shouldn't speak about it right now because I really thought it was Sucker Punch. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> your your interpretation of what happened was just completely framed well, wrong. I had this idea of infamous Spider-Man, and I thought that was going to be awesome, and now it's Ratchet and Clank Spider-Man. I don't know about yeah. that. It's Sunset Overdrive Spider-Man. Which is even worse. <laughs> I think that one thing that stood out is, like, his voice is wrong. Like, no one seems to understand that Spider-Man's supposed to be, like, a nerdy geek. He's like so a loser. He's, yeah. so he's not like supposed to be, like, a cool dude. He's supposed to be... Like, the Avengers movie, the new Captain America movie is the one that got that right. Kind of made him a squeaky-voiced little nerd. That's what he's supposed to be. Right. That, that, that's right. Um, but, yeah. Do you think there's a chance they'll give it to Sucker Punch at some point? No. Hmm. There's no. a chance. No. What no. the, the hell is Sucker Punch working on? Probably nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, probably work on Infamous Three. A new Infamous. Yeah. yeah. I don't get that's Infamous is so shitty. I hate Infamous. I like it. <gasps> it's so boring. I, I enjoyed it's it. Boring. It's just not fun. The fun factor is not there. It's not fun. You can fuck around Infamous a lot in that fun. game. It is fun. Mm-hmm. It's so limited. <clears throat> Too limited. And there was also Last Guardian. Looks and we got a date looking, for Last Guardian. Last Guardian's looking really good. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, we don't. I, even I pre-ordered the collector's awesome. thing. Yeah. And Horizon, which I already said, I think is my most anticipated game right now. It looks awesome. Horizon looks great. I did think that this demo of it was the most interesting demo of horizon we've seen it so is far at the Sony show. Open world game with a fantastic creative setting and. Some of the best art design that I've seen in a game combined with some of the best technical stuff I've seen in a game. So this is going to, it's awesome. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to start a thing here, Peter, 
but I feel like the creativity is maybe a little too much with this. No. It's not just post-apocalyptic. It's post-post-apocalyptic. That's fine. It's it's the female main, which is fine, but the female main is the cliche chosen one slash outcast archetype. What's that have to do with being female or male? Luke Sky or Anakin Skywalker. No, I'm, is I'm just one listing also. all of their. It's like they threw a thousand buzzwords into. I don't a know anything about and the pulled story. out fifty and made a game around. I don't it. know if there's a chosen one thing or not. I don't know what the story is. There is. There. I is. don't care though. And she has a Bluetooth headset. And I don't know why she has a Bluetooth I, headset. I don't think she does. She's like a native type person. She, she, it makes me feel like you didn't see it at all then. I don't remember any Because the Bluetooth headset. headset was rather prominently featured. I watched the whole thing twice. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe watch it a third time. Okay. Um, and it has dinosaurs, but they're not just dinosaurs. They're robot dinosaurs. What have you ever... Yeah, that old thing again, you fucking idiot he's, he's robot saying dinosaurs feels, is not a new thing he's just saying it feels like too much like it just it feels if like it was too just much. a game awesome. with robot dinosaurs like that's cool it needs to edit yeah. when have you ever bit. seen robot dinosaurs before but that's Especially the thing ones that look awesome that's what he's saying he's saying it's got robot dinosaurs and these 50 other things it's too much no it's got right. robot dinosaurs in a setting that makes sense for it what's the problem yeah cavemen versus robot dinosaurs that makes total sense it's cavemen with like sweet bow and arrows yeah cyborg bows and arrows for cavemen to battle the robot dinosaurs it's very well realized i think it's gonna be i think it's perfect perfect. it's raw raw, hot naked perfection beef we'll see i mean i'm i'm nominating this that spider-man is my like for my e3 superlatives i think spider-man is most likely to be quote-unquote downgraded and horizon is most likely to be i think that beef is blind because Spider-Man does not it's not anything special like just in terms of the IQ. It's got nice art but it's nothing special. It's not going to be downgraded. I, I feel like you really can't comment on the IQ when you didn't even notice the Bluetooth headset in your game of the show. I don't remember. Kind of I remember some yourself. kind of gadget she used to hack the dinosaur. I don't remember any headset. Beave, I don't even yeah. She actually I don't even know who's developing. She actually wears it in her ear like a Bluetooth oh. headset for herself. I don't give a shit. Beav, I'm so depressed that that's not Sucker Punch. I'm Me not too. Me I shook his whole world. It ruined my punny name for it. Okay. Among other reasons to not be glad. Why the Detroit... fuck do I give it to Sucker Punch? It's Spider-Man and Infamous is already like basically a superhero game. So yeah. Mad. It seems like it should be Sucker can we Punch. All agree that, can we all agree that no one gives a shit about Crash being remastered and being in Dragon or being in Skylanders or whatever? Yep. Okay. No yes. one gives a shit. And can we all agree that no one gives a shit about Detroit become human thing? Nope, I do. I thought it's pretty. <clears throat> I thought Detroit was I pretty. I like those games. Sorry, Peter. Can we all agree that no one gives a shit about... Um, I think that's it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, there's that zombie game you only quickly mentioned. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, what's it called? I can never remember the name of that game. It's Days, Days Gone. Gone. I think that's one of those games I will never know the name of. It's, yeah. it's one of those games, uh, it's an open world zombie game. It could be kind of amusing, I guess. I, I don't like, I don't find myself particularly caring because in terms of open world zombie games, the, the design of um, uh, State of Decay 2 seems much more interesting, but we'll see. I agree. It's kind of an open book. I do think, I think the Horde looks really cool. I mean, that, that's another one where I'm impressed the PS4 is doing it as well as it is. There were like hundreds and hundreds of those zombies I mean, it kind of shits on Dead Rising 3 
for the the horde aspect of it. Yeah, well, um, it's it's in the classification. It's not seen as frequently in video games, and that's the fast moving zombie. Not seen. You don't see yeah. that as much in video games. Well, and it's not just that they're fast moving; it's that there's so many of them that are fast. This is the moving. 28 Days Later style zombie. Or this is the World yeah, War Z. It's impressive. World War Z style zombie. I don't know. I may try it out when it's uh, a PSN Plus game. No, you know this time. Well, next year i like sh- or two years from now even though i don't find anything particularly compelling about it and i think the main character is a, a total bore I, I like shooting zombies so i might play it back in uh college speaking of 28 days later we used to go to blockbuster and they'd always have uh you know they have like the the box but then behind that were the actual movies um i think this may mm-hmm. have even been pre-dvd which is kind of sad but uh, we would go and always find 28 days later and then we'd put those behind 28 Days, the Sandra Bullock movie. And we just mm-hmm. hoped that somewhere somebody got uh, the wrong movie. That ever happened? The wrong one. There was another one we used to do that, too. There was like a Steven Seagal movie we used to do that with, too. I can't remember the name of it now. Yeah. I don't remember. Hmm. <clears throat> you you guys are crazy little rapscallions or whatever. We were. We were always up to mischief. You guys are fucking crazy. All right. So, Zelda... Horizon. Star Wars VR. Horizon. Last Guardian. Spider-Man. And other games. I really just want to play Zelda. Yeah. I was deeply confused why there wasn't more Destiny at E3. No one gives a shit anymore. I think they have their audience. Yeah, the, the audience is about already a, playing the game. That's it. About a bazillion million people care. Yeah, yeah but, but they're already playing. Yeah, they already they already know they're getting it. Yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing about Call of Duty. Well, they didn't do too much on Call of Duty either, though. Yeah, but they didn't do anything with Destiny. De- there's no if there was a new Destiny game, yeah, but there's then not they like, would show it. They already did that pre E three Destiny thing. They weren't gonna just show the same trailer at Sony or something. I don't know. I feel like Destiny should have been represented. I, Destiny just feels like World of Warcraft at this point to me. Like it, I know it's out there and tons of people play it, but it's its own yeah, thing. It's, it's kind of its own thing, as you it's said. Flat- is Splatoon still being updated? <laughs> no idea. Mike, They're still adding new stuff to it. My copy stopped working. My, I, I think somebody spilled something on the disc. That's the thing. It does not work. Yeah. Just does wash it off. Work. Actually, how could wasn't there an issue? Work? Wasn't there an issue with Wii U games and like laser rot on the discs? No, something definitely spilled on this. Just wash it off. I, I, yeah, I've washed it. it. I've, done it. I've washed it many times. Have you licked it? What? Have you licked it? How can you permanently break a disc by spilling something on? Just put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> it, it's covered in plastic. Yeah, it's fine. Wii U games even you have that like it. glossy layer on the bottom. It's still. Yeah. Sorry, it's broken. It loads the game, Guys, but it like just keeps playing the music. <laughs> it doesn't go to the main clean, screen. Bobby. I can never. Press we went. We went over half an hour, guys. Yeah. I, knew, I kind of knew that would happen. Me too. So, overall, game of show, Beave? Zelda. Yeah, I'm going with Zelda. Horizon. Right. Then Zelda. And I just asked Drac, and he said, uh, that's Star Trek Bridge Crew game. So, <laughs> we all have different opinions, except for me and Beave. Both share the Zelda. That was our best game. Yeah. All right. Well, this is fun. I think this is going to blow people's minds when they see this pop up. In How about it feeds, being timely? Guys. Well, maybe. Yep. Relatively. We don't know it's getting edited. Here's hoping. <clears throat> so, like we said, come find us at uh, Too Many Games in a week or so. 
mm-hmm. up the dates because I really don't know. I think it's June 24th. Though. In a week or so. <laughs> I don't know when this is coming out. Maybe it's tomorrow. Exactly. Maybe come to Too Many Games tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, just go to Too Many Games in Philly. It's only going to be on one day, right? That's no, three days. I'm only going one day. Are you going to all three no, days? Uh, probably Friday. Bobby, what are you doing? What well, are you doing come here? Friday then. So go to the Friday for Too Many Games and look for Bobby's uh, selfie on mm-hmm. Twitter. I'll show you what I'm wearing. Which is uh, which is RJTZ. So you should follow that if you want to meet up with Bobby at Too Many Games. You should also follow uh, STBTZ for other stuff because I'm not going to Too Many Games. And uh, Two Timing Pete for updates about Ghost Song and how much he hates God of War. I actually haven't tweeted about hating God of War yet, but I might. You tweeted about hating a lot of stuff. I just assumed it That's was not there. true. That's not true. <laughs> your your whole Twitter thing during like I've said a lot of positive the, things the, too. The press conference days were like largely hate or so that guy's gonna need to be cut out of cut out of his jeans. <laughs> that was one of the positive things. No, one of the positive things was bloodstained. I thought that was good. Bloodstained is looking pretty good. I don't, I, oh yeah, I, I just completely forgot that was even a thing. So had I, but it looks good. <clears throat> um what else they should uh subscribe rate and review on itunes mm-hmm. so you can get your new episode once every three to six months right i guess that's it if you give us a uh, review on itunes we'll give you something give you a little something <laughs> <laughs> that just seems really blatant bobby <laughs> It doesn't have to be a good review, right? It can just be a review. a review. I mean, we'd prefer it be a good review, but you're not going to get something better because you do a good review. Just tell us you did it. You'll get something. Just just trust right. us. I'll... But don't tell us in the review. Tell and us separately. And I don't mean you'll like get more episodes of TZ, although that probably will also happen. That's probably yes. true. I mean, I feel like if we got more feedback, we'd do more episodes. I mean... I feel like we're more than keeping up our end of the deal here. Yeah, if you pat us on the head and say we're doing a good job, we'll probably keep doing that right. thing. <sighs> we don't even know. Well, we know like one guy still likes the show. Yeah, I think it is one guy. I think we're down to one. Yo. We, we, wanted, to, we wanted to kind of start over. And yeah, Maybe we should just done. start over. Fuck it. Like, yeah, I mean, why not? Fuck it. This is, the no, this is the Noah's Ark of TZ, this episode. Like, this could be... Maybe we're not even TZ anymore. Maybe this is something else. Although we got into too many games as TZ. We are. So for another so. week, we are TZ. But who knows? Extreme gamers. Um, I'm just. I'm just so tired. All right. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's let's end this. Beef. Beef. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for what? joining us. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank Beef. you, Bobby. Appreciate it, Beef. Beef. Thanks, thanks for coming, you guys. Thanks, B. <clears throat> it's good to talk thanks, to you, thanks too. Thanks for coming to my show. It's, it's good to talk to you guys every once in a, a, a four months or so. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been more recent for us. But... Oh, stop! <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys.